With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And it is help. I'm retired from the uh, western basin of Lake Erie. We've got some snow showers today, which is kind of interesting. We had beautiful sunshine yesterday, and it was beautiful all day long and nice yesterday. Uh, uh, if you like to walk, as we do outside, but a little bit colder today. We'll see what happens as the day wears on. Weather seems to change regularly this time of year. Of course, it's really 9 o'clock in the morning, not 10, but we're on daylight savings time now. And Marianne and I, our guests today, have already talked about how difficult it is to get used to the uh, time change, and, and now we're negotiating with that. Um, on the line right now is Marianne Craig. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing very well, thank you. What, what's going on where you are in terms of weather? And well, stuff? we've got a little dusting of snow, and it's colder than I want it to be. I do fine through the winter until we get those first warm-ups, and then once I have that first warm-up, I'm anxious for spring. So this chill is not suiting me very well. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I the trees are budding. We're starting to see buds on the trees. I think the tea, trees are confused by the temperatures as well. Um, but hopefully we're not too far away from the day be, days being much warmer and pretty and all that stuff. It, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, um, we were speaking with Lynn Friebel, and she happened to mention in the course of her conversation some acupuncture treatments that she had received. Um, for some problems she was having of some sort. And so that started Craig and, and me talking about different kinds of, uh, of medicine, talking about uh, alternative medicine. That left, led to complementary medicine, which is uh, really a, a health strategy. Complementary health strategies is kind of what we're talking about. And I mentioned you, Mary Ann Craig, because you and I had some experience when I was experiencing some symptoms of of uh, breathing difficulty, and you were able to help me. I love the term complementary medicine as opposed to alternative medicine, exactly for that reason. Um, where I helped you was with essential oils, and that's exactly what they are. They're supplement to Western medicine. They can't replace it. All they do is basically help support the body. So I love that term because some people think, a lot of the people who have met anybody that does essential oils thinks we're kind of zealots and that we don't believe in Western medicine. And nothing could be farther from the truth. Um, to me, all of those, like you mentioned acupuncture. I think when you talked on last week, you talked about chiropractic and massage. All of those have a place in health. Um, essential oils, for me, um, primarily are a way to stay healthy rather than get sick and need to go see the doctor. They do a lot of things that allow you to um, have a basis of good health. Um, it's like exercise and eating right are key to good health, and as well as the essential oils and, and a lot of other natural things. Um, I think today you hear more and more people talking about other ways to stay healthy. The trick is, I think, understanding which ones are fads and which ones are real. 
Um, and I and I uh, I know I listened to your talk last week, and you mentioned that the only reason you tried using the oils that I suggested is because I was your friend and not because you believe they would help. And I think right. that's hysterical because that's how I was when I started using them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I absolutely had no expectation of, of anything really coming from it. And I have to tell you, I, I do not remember a time in my life when I was as symptom-free as I have been over the last year and a half, two years, however long ago it was that you and I first talked. And see, that's what I love about the essential oils is um, it basically just helps support your body, and your body does the healing. It's not like um, the oils don't heal. Your body heals itself. Even when you go to a doctor, a Western medicine doctor, the doctor just treats the symptoms. Your body is what heals itself. So the oils only um, support your body in doing what it needs to do, and that, I think, is what has happened with you. And I think that that's why I like the essential oils. When I hear stories like yours, I couldn't tell you how excited I was because you had mentioned to me, how successful you had felt um, using this blend of oils had been for you. Um, but I, hearing the full story yesterday, or well, when I listened to the, the talk yesterday, sure. um, and knowing how well it had helped you, that's what keeps me interested in the essential oils. Because when you can see somebody get off, I mean, medicines typically treat a symptom. They don't do anything to support the body. Whereas the oils support the body and let it heal itself, and then hopefully you don't need medicines. And that's what's so awesome. Um, the FDA doesn't like us talking about cures, and that's why the oils don't really cure. They support the body. Right. right. Well, you know, you, you mentioned in talking about complementary medicine, you mentioned diet. I think we're looking at, at health in a whole different way today than we did when you and I were growing up. Absolutely. I, I can't. I mean, my mom, like sugar, I think we all agree too much sugar is not a good thing right now, and I can remember coming home from school and taking powdered sugar, cocoa, and butter, and making icing and eating that for an afternoon snack. And mm-hmm. I mean, talk about not, health, not healthy. <laughs> yeah, can I, can I, I don't think my mom can, knew about that. <laughs> can, can you mail some of that up to me, though? I, oh, yeah. It's, it's well, yeah, I'll, I'll make a batch. I'll send it to you. It's delicious. Um, there you go. If I were ever to bake a cake, which I don't even do that anymore, um, I, can, I can easily make my own, my own icing, uh, chocolate icing recipe. But, yeah, but I think do. health is so important. I mean, food and, and, and exercise, too, if you don't sure. use it, you lose it. The two combined um, are what is the basis for all health. And then I think everything else builds on top of that. I think the oils help. Um, it's interesting, you know, you, you talked about how it basically helped you with your breathing. Um, and there are oils that do just about everything. My breathing experience was I had, um, I had rotator cuff surgery. Talk about getting old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came home from the hospital, and, and that's, a, that's a long surgery, and they tell you make sure you clear your lungs. You're going to feel heavy in your chest for a couple of days. Well, after the second day, I was still, like, feeling heavy on my chest, and I'm like, I hadn't paid much attention to that because I was more concerned about the pain. And I um, some suddenly thought, well, I have oils. That will help, you know, open up my airways. So I used the same oil that you use, which is the Breathe Blend, and I we actually make cough drops with that now. So I... Um, took a cough drop and sucked on that for about a half an hour and I just inhaled some of the oil and like within an hour my lungs no I mean it was two days after surgery and I was feeling heavy up until I tried the oils and then like I was done I'm like why didn't I think of that the first day it's like mm-hmm. and, and those are the kind of things that I hope that western medicine starts, starts to appreciate there are some movements now where it's because um, the oils are becoming more mainstream a lot of hospitals are starting to use them not for medicine or not for symptoms, but to manage 
the emotions and stress of their staff because the oils are really, really good at uh, supporting emotions. So for the the staff members. Yes. um, Because of the fact that it's not mainstream enough yet, they can't really, they don't feel comfortable asking patients to use them, but they can ask their employees to use them. And the employees are using them to manage the heavy, like nurses with heavy stress and all that. And they're having great success with the oils for that. They, um, some places are using things like ginger oil for nausea and recovery. And that's, that's, there's a few places starting to use them with patients if the patients are willing. Um, the cha- challenge there is people with the mindset that you had before you experience the oils, they don't even want to try it. Sure. The other thing is if you have a medical doctor and you're seeing them for something and you tell that they can't tell you about essential oils, but if you tell them I use essential oils, now some are going to say, okay, fine, whatever. And others can go, oh, that's wonderful. And then they have the opportunity to have a conversation with you, but they can't bring it up. For okay. those for, for those patients or, or the staff members in the hospitals uh, that are using oils, um, or they're available to them. How, how is that delivered to the patient or the staff member? How do they, they do well, that? That's a great question. Um, first of all, the oils, are basically a quick thing about, about what an essential oil is. Basically, an essential oil is um, uh, a component that comes from plants and trees, from the leaves, bark, stems, any part of a tree or a plant. And it's what the plant uses to survive in the world. So the oils can be used aromatically, topically, or internally. And aromatically, they basically just put them in a diffuser that atomizes it and puts it into the air. And that's the easiest way to use it because if you have multiple people in a room, everybody's going to get the benefit of that. If you, I would say, like when I mentioned ginger in a recovery room to avoid nausea, they might use it aromatically and have the patient breathe it, or they might actually put it on their hand or the bottom of their feet and let them, that way they can absorb it into their skin. And last but not least, some oils can be taken internally. But the big warning I have there is you mentioned in your conversation last week that you had actually tried to go to Walmart and buy some, but you found out they didn't work as well as the ones you had gotten from me. And the reason for that is those aren't real oils. Those are very contaminated and diluted and have a lot of chemical uh, imitations. So mm-hmm. when you talk about essential oils, the very good ones are typically sold by a multi-level marketing company because of the fact there's an education that has to go with them. If you go into Walmart and buy them, you have no idea how to use them. You don't know what's safe. You don't you know, you know what's in them. And that's why they use the multi-level marketing uh, model, because it gives a chance for somebody to, to educate you on the oils before you start using them. In addition, if you ever go someplace and all the oils are exactly the same price, they're all $9.99, I guarantee you they're not real, because you can't make all oils for the same price. Um, frankincense is extremely expensive to make versus lavender, which is less expensive. So you have to, um, if they're marked cheap, then chances are they're not real. They may have a little bit of real oil in them, or they may have no real oil in them at all. And that's one of the things that's been uh, in the news a lot lately is basically having oils being advertised as 100% pure but not being. Okay, here, here's another disclaimer or confession or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm going to ask it in a question form okay. just because it was the way I thought. Did, do you find that, that some people see that, that delivery system through the multi-level marketing system as suspect yes. in, in terms of quality? Yes, and I, I'm not, I was never a believer in the multi-level marketing schemes. 
and I don't mean that, that schema. Um, however, because of what I've learned with the oils, I see why it makes sense in some environments. And it, in the oil business, it does. If there are some places that you can buy oils online, and some of them may be good. I'm not saying all oils that aren't sold by multi-level marketing companies are bad, but there is, um, it's, hard to, it's hard to be sure. The other thing, so in particular, I'll speak a little bit about the company I deal with, which is doTERRA. Uh, doTERRA is uh, one of the largest uh, oil companies, and they are large enough now that, first of all, everything is third-party tested. So you know the oils are pure. There's a lot number on the bottom of the bottle, bottom of the bottle, and you can go to a website and actually see the testing on that lot number, and every batch is, is tested by a third party. Um, if you buy something at Walmart, you have no idea if it's ever been tested. And, and like I said, chances are it's not good quality. The um, other thing I like about dealing with doTERRA is they now are big enough that they are doing a lot more test, um, like trials and stuff with the medical community until they got big enough where they had the funds to do that. Nobody has really spent a lot of money on... Uh, doing scientific testing and getting the scientific data to support what the oils do. I think you'll see in the next five to ten years that there'll be a lot more data available and doctors, because doctors like data and I don't blame them, um, there'll be a lot more data available for them to be able to say, oh, I get it. Because there's a whole science behind it. You and I, what we have experienced when we've used them has kind of been woo-woo. Um, it worked, so I'll keep doing it. And even as though I've been doing this for like six years now, there are times when I'm sitting there going, yeah, there's just no way that's going to work. And then I turn around and it does, and I'm amazed with stories like yours. And I think that um, in time, Western medicine will adopt the use of them somewhat more. The only challenge is because it's all from nature, you can't patent it. So there's not, a, I mean, you can make money on it because it is a product, but not the way you can with, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, and, and as you were saying, all I can offer is anecdotal uh, evidence. I, you know, I, if you tell me there's no scientific data yet or not um, for the medical community to utilize, um, I, I can speak about anecdotally about how um, I found them very effective uh, for my particular symptoms and, and the problems that I've had. Right, and that's and that's part I think why another reason why the whole multi-level marketing thing works is because you can share that anecdotal data, but you can't put it in writing and you can't um, publish it anywhere unless there's a scientific background because it is just anecdotal and it's not um, scientifically backed. And of course, the FDA doesn't want you publishing stuff like that unless you can prove it. And you know, they could easily just say, "Well, you you're, you outgrew your symptoms." <laughs> you know, kind of hard to believe. Right. You know, at our age, but. Uh, <laughs> you would think if it was oh. going to happen, it would happen much younger in life. <laughs> I would hope so. So, so, but that's 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 probably the biggest challenge we have is the fact that we have to really toe the line on how we represent things and explain things, um, because because of the the whole regulatory part of it. Um, and again, my biggest sure. as, a, as, as I was talking to somebody new coming into it, my biggest concerns are always about safe usage. So always a little better than a lot because they're very potent. That's, so just for an example, I had somebody the other day say, well, yeah, I use herbal supplements. And I'm like, that's great. But 
So essential oils, if you look at like peppermint oil, for example, a peppermint tea comes from the leaf, the whole leaf, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, So you have one cup of peppermint tea and you've got, you you know, a crumbled leaf in there that you've steeped to make your tea. Well, the actual peppermint oil comes from the oil sack that's on the back of the leaf, and then it's, it's um, steam distilled, so you get just that oil. So one drop of a peppermint oil is the equivalent of 28 cups of peppermint tea. That's how pure and um, com, um, potent the oils are. So there is the, not the, the knowledge that needs to come with that is they're very potent, so you need to be very careful because it'd be um, easy to get too much. Now, too much is not going to typically do anything other than maybe cause a rash if you put too much on your skin, et cetera. Um, but you do want, you do, first of all, you don't want to waste it. Uh, you know, it's a very valuable right. uh, product. And so you want to make sure people are very aware of the potency so that they don't use too much too quick. You can always take more later. You can, you know, like if, for in your example, when you were using it when you were trying to run, if, you know, you need another boost, you just take another sniff. Um, so the, the, those, the potency and being sure not to overdo it and then um, the other thing with the oils is you just always want to make sure not to get them inside your eyes, inside your nose, or inside your ears. Those, those linings are not um, prepared to deal with the oils. And they can, it can burn the mucous membranes. And if you ever do, then always use another oil to flush them out. So like if you were to put some, like if you were using your oil and, and got it inside your eye, if you, to get it out, you don't ever use water to rinse it because that's a driver and drives it deeper. You just want to use a, any kind of oil in the world, coconut oil, olive oil, Cooking oil, anything will help dilute it. You just put a drop in there and it'll smooth it out and cool it off. How old uh, a modality is is, uh, essential oil? I'm glad you asked that. The essential oils were used in ancient times as medicine. Uh, Before we developed antibiotics and all these other medications, oils were the medicine of choice in the olden days. It's mentioned many times in the Bible. There's actually an oil class that many people teach called Essential Oils of the Bible, and it talks about where in the Bible the oils are mentioned and what they're used for. So they've been used around, they've been around for thousands and thousands of years. And, um, and when, you, when you hear like Indian tribes and the medicine men, those were the things they were using, bark from trees and stuff like that. The difference between what they used then and what we use now is our methods of pure, getting the oils and distilling them are much uh, more efficient, so we're getting a much more pure product but it's very similar to what's been used in the past. It's only probably been in the last 200 years that we've actually moved away from the oils, and largely, in my opinion, because they can't be patented. Um, Mm -hmm. There's not as much money to be made there. Um, You as a child, you and I as children, probably used Vicks VapoRub if you had a cold. Well, that's eucalyptus, and that's part of what's in the breathe oil that you use. So, you know, we would have put eucalyptus, or, uh, I'm sorry, Vicks VapoRub on our chest. Well, now you can take a eucalyptus oil and inhale it or put it in a diffuser. Um, like, I, I think maybe there was even Vicks for our vaporizers when we were kids. So it's mm-hmm. very similar to what our grandparents did. Um, I, you know, you hear old wives' tales about, you know, I don't know, putting an onion in your sock, things like that. The oils sure. do largely some of those things that were done in old wives' tales. Um, they're just now a more specific and uh, pure product. I had not thought of that. Thank you. I, I, we're talking to Marianne Craig, and we're talking about complementary medicine and health strategies. Uh, Marianne is a, a 
what, a distributor? Do you um, call we yourself? actually call them wellness advocates because we're, we're really trying to help people be well. Okay, she's a wellness advocate for uh, Dutera essential oils, and I have some experience with that manufacturer and with Marianne. Um, I, I found it very beneficial. Um, I don't know where Craig Ryder is today. We haven't heard from him yet, so he must be busy somewhere down in Hilton Head. But Marianne and I will go on. Uh, Marianne, you, you recently, well, not recently, but you in the not-too-distant past, retired. Absolutely love it. It's been almost two years, coming up on two years in a few weeks, and it's awesome. I love the freedom that it gives me, and um, I it's I really thought I'd be going stir crazy, but I've never enjoyed life more. Great, good to hear. Good to hear. Do you, do you spend time with uh, friends and and family more than you did before, or or what? what Playing kind of a lot more golf. <laughs> playing a lot more golf, and I've been very blessed. And in the last year, I have two granddaughters that entered my life, so I have more time to play with them, um, babysit whenever I'm called on. So I'm just kind of enjoying uh, – I'm kind of glad that I have that opportunity now that I have the freedom to do that rather than having to be working in an office. Are you going to teach them to play golf? I Actually, yes. I was just saying this weekend that um, the oldest one is came in as a step-granddaughter, a step granddaughter and – She's only 17 months old, so I don't think quite this summer will be she will be ready. But I, I was saying next summer, I think golf clubs and a fishing pole are in line. Uh, I think she'll be ready for go. both. There you go. That'll be good. That'll be good. Hey, we had uh, someone in in uh, talking about what we were going to be discussing today. I had one person that wrote in with a question, and they're having issues with sinuses that are keeping them awake at night and they're uh-huh. having to sit up and not able to lay down, things like that. Is there something you would recommend for a person like that? Sure. Um, so the most basic would be peppermint oil. Peppermint oil helps to um, thin the mucuses, so it um, will help you to drain and get it cleared. The other suggestion I would have is the, the breathe oil that you use, the blend that's got some peppermint and eucalyptus and a few other things in it. It um, that would also be something. I a lot of people will diffuse that at night and it keeps their airways open, makes it easier to get a good night's sleep. That one has um, eucalyptus, peppermint, melaleuca, lemon, uh, and cardamom in it, and those are the oils okay. that all support um, healthy breathing. I'm still using a, a cotton ball with a drop on it at night under my pillow. Or ah, yes, that would work. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a very inexpensive way to to diffuse it. Um, the other Thank you op- very much. <laughs> yeah, the other, another option is a diffuser. Um, and that's another kind of a good topic. People are like, well, you know, how do I know if it's a good diffuser? Well, if it runs and it puts stuff in the air, it's probably going to work. The biggest thing you want to watch for if you're going to purchase one, because you can find them on Amazon. doTERRA sells them too, but you can find them on Amazon, is if you want one to use at night and you want it to run the full night, then you need to find one with a runtime of about 8 to 10 hours to get your, if you want, if you sleep that long. Or you, if you sleep six hours, then you want, want to make sure you get one that runs that long. Intermittent's really good if you um, if you have one that runs for five minutes and shuts off for five minutes throughout the night. Those are great because it'll give you um, it'll make the oil last longer and go through the night. And you basically um, really only need to get an inhale like every 15 minutes of that oil to keep it in your system through the night. So and once it's in the air, it'll actually say suspended in the air with a good with a good atomizer um, for quite a quite a few hours. So those would be my recommendations. Is, and and you're going to get what you pay for. 
I have bought a couple are, of diffusers, and they've lasted a couple months. Are they heated, or is it a cold? It's a vibration, or? so it actually um, atomizes it as opposed to heat or cold. Oh, okay. It's a, okay. It's, I forget the terminology, but it vibrates to make those, uh, to, to distribute the droplets into the air. I will caution, um, a lot of essential oils will they, um, damage plastics. So if you have just an old standard humidifier to put humidity in the air, make sure you research before you put an essential oil in there because it could damage the humidifier. It can um, erode the plastic. If, if someone is interested in learning more about essential oils, how would they contact you or what, what could they look at? Well, they can always reach out to me. Um, I can give you both my cell phone and my email. My cell phone is uh, 419-610-4155. They can reach out to me by text or uh, phone. And my email is Marianne C, M-A-R-I-A-N-N-C, 57, the number, at gmail.com. And I'd be glad to help anybody with any questions they have. Um, even though it is a multi-level marketing company, I don't really make a living doing this. I strictly do it because I like to help people. When I hear stories like yours, those are what keep me going as far as doing this. Um, I just like to help people get the oils in their hands and um, find solutions for their situations. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Go ahead. My, my interest, too, is just that, that I found it beneficial for me um, and I, I don't know if it'll help someone else. Uh, right. You know, that, that's up to them, I guess, to yep. try it and see. How and, it and the thing with the oils is, that it's just like anything else. It's, it's, they're only going to work if you're consistently using them. Um, you know, the biggest thing I always said about somebody, there's a meme on Facebook. Oh, I figured out how to make essential oils work. You open the bottle. It's kind of like having a treadmill in the corner and putting your clothes on it. You're not going to lose weight if you don't <laughs> use it. The oils are very, very similar. The other thing is you can use them... A lot of uh, aromatherapists or massage therapists use it for a mood lifting. I mean, they can really help support your mood. Uh, one of the things I was looking at the other day because I was thinking about the scientific side of this um, is like if you walk in the woods and you, you smell all those wonderful smells that you smell, of trees, um, and it's basically called terpenes and sesquiterpenes or the chemical compounds that the trees emit, and that's what the oils, a lot of the woodsy oils are made from. And when you know what a walk in the woods makes you feel. You feel wonderful smelling all those wonderful smells. Sure. And um, that's those sesquiterpenes uh, entering your body and helping you. So, I mean, even, even if you're not using essential oils, walking in the woods or getting fresh air all, or doing some of those same things. So you can use them for moods and you can use them for cleaning essential oils. If you want, one of the biggest things that people don't realize is because we've gotten so good at sealing up our houses, and making them airtight to keep them warm, we keep all of our toxins in the house. And if you're using chemicals to clean and chemicals to do your laundry and all of that, that's all staying in your house. So we're getting a heavier toxic load than we ever have in our lifetimes. So you can use the essential oils to make cleaning products that are less toxic, well, non-toxic, and help eliminate some of the toxic load you're receiving in your home. I guess dryer sheets are one of the biggest things generating toxins in a home. I mean, even worse than putting in yeah. new carpeting. So they, I, I, you know, I, I smell the dryer sheets when I'm out walking or yeah. running. I can tell when somebody in the neighborhood has it on. Right. So, so I have given up dryer sheets. I use wool balls, and I, if I really, really want something to smell good, I'll put a couple drops of a nice smelling essential oil on the wool ball and throw them in the dryer. And it's a much more um, chemical-free way to get the same result. And uh, so, it's, so, so the oils are good for you know pretty much all aspects of our lives. 
And um, even so even if you don't think you want to use them in a way to support your health, you can always use them for mood lifting and, and cleaning. One of the one of the benefits that I found too that I, I was just sitting here holding and 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 fooling around with my inhaler that used to be a real part of my life <laughs> and uh, um, I was concerned when you and I first met uh, I, I wanted to support you in your business venture uh, again had a real expectation of success and and was concerned about the cost. Um, and then once I retired and I found out what I had to pay for this inhaler, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I suddenly discovered this this inhaler is now lasting me uh, six to, to nine months or even longer. Right. Um, as opposed to one a month when I had insurance that was covering the cost that it doesn't now. Right. And. And the the savings is considerable. I mean, I'm just amazed at it when I when right. I think about it. Well, that, that um, yeah, people will say, well how, well, how can that little bottle be so expensive? Well, you know, a, a 15 mil bottle of oil runs anywhere from 10 to uh, could be up to 100 bucks, depending. Like frankincense is very expensive because it's much more difficult to produce. They have to climb cliffs and etch the trees and let it bleed sap, and then they go back and they recover it. So there's a huge cost involved in that. But um, like lemon oil is only $10. So there's 280 drops in there. And if you're using one drop at a time, then that's a long time. With your breathe oil, you probably use one or two drops on a cotton ball. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, 140 days of drops yeah. on your cotton ball. So it really does last a long time. And obviously with the oils, they're so, they're so potent that less is more. You don't need to use a ton of it to get the benefits that you desire. Well, Marianne, we've got about 30 seconds left to go. It went fast, didn't it? I, yeah, I knew it would. I, when you get me talking about oils, I, because I'm so passionate <laughs> about what they can do for people, I have no problem talking about them. Yeah. We, we've got about 30 seconds left. What would you like to tell people that they should remember about essential oils? Um, biggest thing is make sure if you're going to try and use an essential oil, get someone that's pure. Don't buy stuff at Walmart. It's not pure. You're just adding more chemicals to your life. Okay, very good. And if people want to get a hold of you, Marianne Craig, they can either email you at C at gmail.com. Uh, insert the 57 after the C. Marianne oh, C57. I forgot that, 57. <laughs> Marianne C57 at gmail.com or call you and text you at 419-610-4155, right? That's correct. Great. Marion, thank you so much for uh, for talking with us today. We appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me, and I really enjoyed catching up with you again. Okay, hold on just a moment, and uh, we'll end the recording and go from there, okay? Good. Thank you, Marion Craig. Join us next week for Help, I'm Retired. We'll see if Craig appears suddenly. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.